Business Shark. I'm going to do it to the best of my ability because if I fail, that means I fail for my entire female nation, I call it. <laughs> is that possible? That was the question for myself. And it is absolutely possible. Good evening, America, and good afternoon, Australia, and welcome to everyone else from across the planet. A big shout-out to anyone listening in Germany today. You're back with your host, Tony Lontis, and this is the Everyday Business Show. Now, just a reminder, if you're listening on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitch, or Twitter, we have the lovely Hannah ready and waiting to provide you with links to anything we talk about today and also the ways in which you can connect with our gorgeous guest, who I'm going to tell you about in a little moment. If you want to watch in replay, please tune in to the Tony TV channel on YouTube, Binge, Hero Go and on all Roku, LG and Samsung Smart TVs across the planet. Each week, we do an acknowledgement of the special important role Indigenous communities play in the development of a country's cultural identity. So I want to respectfully acknowledge the people of the Yugambar language region, Gold Coast, Queensland, Australia, the traditional owners of the land on which we meet and broadcast and pay my respect to the elders past and present and all the Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples here listening and watching today. Now, I have an incredibly special guest with me today, and I say incredible because she was one of my very first mentors in entrepreneurial business, and she is also the publisher of my first book, She's been an amazing mentor, and I'm delighted to have her on the other side of the desk from me today. But before I introduce her, here's what you need to know. Natasha Denman is the ultimate 48-hour author, a highly sought-after professional speaker, coach, and mentor. Natasha is a 14-time published author and creator of the game-changing business model, The Ultimate 48-Hour Author. She's helped over 600 solopreneurs become first-time published authors in across 15 different countries from around the world, including Australia, USA, UAE, and Canada. Three years ago, Natasha also founded her own publishing company called Ultimate World publishing and now her authors are writing their second and third books reminds me I must get onto that next book Natasha has appeared in all major outlets across Australia including the Sydney Morning Herald the Financial Review and the Age Natasha is changing the way in which people in business in Australia and the world and she runs a multi seven figure business with her husband and three children from home having pivoted the business from an offline model to a highly successful online model during the pandemic. Welcome to the show, Natasha. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank you, Tony. It's been a few years since we've, um, you know, worked together on your first book and it's like come full circle and I'm loving checking out all you things you are doing. <laughs> and I would never have predicted that this would be where I was three years ago when mm. we published the book. So much has changed and happened and grown and I have to again pay tribute to the program that I did with you and the education as well as the publication of the book. And so I actually wanted to start at the beginning um, and talk about how you got into publishing, Natasha. Mm. Okay, well, I started almost 12 years ago now and um, I started out as a life coach um, who had a traumatic life event where mm. she hit the fan and um, my husband lost the business. Therefore, I went to life coaching thinking I was going to grow 
this six-figure business part-time yes. hours to support my family and, you know, um, become an entrepreneur. And um, I didn't realise how hard it was going to be and how hard it would be mm. to find clients mm. and leads and prospects. And and I tried so many different things for the first six months um, and I had one paying client. <laughs> and um, one uh, day, about seven months in, someone at an after a networking event said, you know, that you love this human behaviour and mindset stuff, you know, you should write a book it will be your business card on steroids. And that just penny just dropped. And I thought, you know what? I think he's right. I need to do something that's going to give me like a oomph. You know, like, you know, people are going to notice me. They're going to respect me. You know, they're going to think I have, I'm an expert and all this sort of stuff. And I did. I actually wrote my first book. It wasn't in 48 hours. It was in 90 days, which I still think is pretty pretty good. And um, I bought a publishing package from a company. I didn't know actually people like me existed where they would mentor you through a program. Uh, That's why nowadays I've created this for the last decade, which supports people to do it a lot easier and faster. Um, Mm. So, yeah, so the first book came out and the rest was history because each business grew to six figures um, the following 12 months, um, one weekend, a few books in, um, I decided I would write uh, half a book with a girlfriend, which is where the 48 yes. hours model was born. And I thought if I could do half a book in three hours on a weekend, mm-hmm. maybe I could help uh, people do a full book over 48 hours, which is how it evolved. And and um, 40 retreats in, Tony, the next yeah. week is our 40th retreat and we're for a year. Oh, yay. Oh, I'm going to get to all the retreats and all the good stuff. Um, yeah. So it, it was a it, it was a life-changing moment that got you into business, but business has been completely life-changing for you and the family, hasn't it, Nat? It oh. provides you and your husband with full-time employment. You employ staff. You have all these amazing authors. So it's been a good um, uh, track for you to go, but it wasn't easy, was it? No, not at all. It was so hard those first two or three years. And, you know, seeing Tell you. Tell me about it. I know. Yeah, you you know what I mean now. <laughs> three years yeah. in, you know, and hopefully now things are starting to, like, just get a little bit more streamlined and organised yes. and all that sort of stuff. But, God, those first three years. And I always yes. say that famous quote, I don't know who said it, but um, entrepreneurs live a few years of their life like most people won't so they can live the rest of their life like most people can't. And yes. Yeah, I, I just love that quote. It's so true. Um, but most people won't do what we have done in those first three years. And um, Because and it, is, it is tough. And mm-hmm. tough over the last two years is probably oh. an understatement. Like just hard for business, hard for people, hard for humanity. Um, Natasha, you used another publishing company when you started publishing books. What was the thing that got you to think about the outsourced publishing model versus in-house publishing? Well, I wanted, um, uh, first of all, I didn't have the confidence uh, to do it myself, right? So I uh, saw someone locally here in uh, Melbourne and they were part of my package, right? And then as I grew in confidence and kind of set up the systems that I needed to around, say, the retreat model, I had enough room in my mind to kind of attempt publishing. And I actually published my own book, that fully book, that yellow book that you see behind yes. me. That was the first guinea pig. I was my own guinea pig to just kind of go, let's go through this process myself. I know a lot about it now. I've done seven or eight books myself. So you know, let's see how complicated it is. And I realised after doing it how easy it actually was. (laughs) Why wasn't I doing this in-house with my own flavour and with my own values? Because, of course, when there's two different businesses helping um, an author, uh, those two businesses have slightly different flavours, right? We're just because we're just different people, right? And so by bringing it in-house, I was able to uh, make the journey truly start to finish, that there was no one outside of us that they needed to look for and that have that consistency and a wonderful customer uh, experience. Um, and then I could do all of those things, like give my authors all their rights, like uh, give mm. them their pre-ready files. No one had to say, oh, but now you're going to buy this. Or like there was no red tape. 
Um, yeah. It was just like I wanted to create your book your way was, is my slogan for my publishing company because I didn't want anyone to feel like they, they're keeping, uh, that I'm keeping something or I'm keeping, keeping them stuck, which is how I felt with two yes. companies that I worked with in the past. Yeah, and it that's been a good move for you, Nat. I I think that my book might have went through the new publishing. I'm pretty sure it went through. Yeah, you did. You were probably one of the first. um, That August retreat group was the final retreat the other company dealt with, and you were the November retreat, which was the first retreat group that uh, came through our in-house publishing company. I remember working quite intimately with you yes. together um, because I was quite involved in that side of the process. Absolutely. Now we've got two girls that are purely just doing that. One is a publications coordinator and one is a publications manager, and I actually do not even look at that side of it. Unless there's a challenge and I need to step in and give an idea or solve a problem, I really am uh, focused on obviously the business growth being the face of the business but I've got a team of people who are doing everything. And look, Tony, bringing it in-house brought in a significant um, benefit financially to the business because yes. we're able to, yes, we've got extra wages to pay for, but I didn't realise how much of my business I was giving on a silver platter to someone else. Yeah. In talking about business, I have to, because a lot of the things that I learned were from that. And when I hear Nat talk about processes, having worked with her so closely through the book publishing process, I know exactly what she means because I learned that from Natasha. I learned that you need to have processes in place and if it's not working, then you fix it, change it or make it work, um, yeah. which I'm still doing and still implementing those those processes. And then when you have team members start, you've got to make sure that They've got um, adequate training and understanding, and that's process stuff exactly. as well. Um, so, I, and it's good to hear that you've now got two working on that whole publishing um, section because uh, Nat's model of doing business is really quite unique and all encompassing. So, if you want to write a book with Nat, there's a great deal of bonuses that you get for doing that process. Um, I want to know that uh, from your experience, so you've got all these amazing books, you've helped so many others write amazing books. I want to know what you think the biggest challenge for people thinking about writing and why they just don't write. Well, the number one reason why people don't write their books is actually not time or money, which is the two usual reasons, but it's really uh, tied in around our self-doubt and self-worth. Okay, so that is, um, you know, am I worthy enough? Who am I to say I'm the expert? You know, what will other people think? You know, like kind of am I going to, you know, how is my content or if I bring out this book going to be pulled apart by other people or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. So that, you know, um, not giving themselves that permission to shine. Um, and my biggest job is I always say with first-time authors is my job is to help you get out of your own way and get over <laughs> yourself so you can actually done because it's actually not that big of a deal um because the person you become at the other end of writing a book it's so i say writing your first book is not about the book forget about that it's actually about the person you become at the other end of it and that's that you're up leveling in life and you're you know you're building your confidence you're building your certainty so who cares even what's in the book the fact that you've been through the process you know, it's going to bring an attract opportunity. And you can see that in your own life, Tony. You were writing. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. What you do right now, right? No, it's got nothing. It's got nothing. I actually say uh, often I'll find myself saying Nat's words as I'm talking to other people that it's yeah. really not about the book. It It's about who you become, the business you developed, the creations that happen after the book. So just get out and do the first book and you'll be surprised what happens. And it's different for everyone, isn't it, Nat? For some people, it's about their business and talking about their business. For other people, it's about confidence. And what are some of the other things that people get healing. from writing a book? So the, the healing aspect, if they've been through a really traumatic experience, 
um, I actually spoke to a lady this morning and she was in tears. She goes, I don't care what this book does. All I want to do is heal from everything that I've just gone through the last decade and all that sort of stuff. And I said, that's a great reason to do it. I said, it's very therapeutic. Um, Some people do it as a doubt. Yeah, legacy for their families to give the, I've had authors say, I want to give my family the book for Christmas, you know, it's, you know, and all that sort of stuff. My father-in-law just published a book. He's 78. Uh, she was dad. He walked into my office about six months ago with this manuscript uh, printed out and said, can you help me publish this? And it was the like his mum's life story. And uh, he really wanted to kind of document her life. Um, and his mum passed away probably a good 20 plus years ago and it was yeah. dedicated to our children. So this is their great grandmother's life, you know, for a life before they were even born that, that you know, and about all of that. So it was, yeah. he would have been doing it for legacy to honour his mum as well. Yeah. And that your kids have also published books, haven't they? Have they have they all published them now? All three of them published? No, Zara, not yet. Um, Does she want to? Uh, I've asked her. No, no, not not yet. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But definitely, Nika and Judd um, have, and very interestingly, even though we don't promote their books as much because we don't have as much time to focus on that, uh, because they've got international distribution through the platform we upload the books on and if they're showing up on all of these online resellers, they're actually selling like, you know, um, a handful of books every month. Oh, that's awesome. From every book there's like a five-buck, you know, profit, but that's okay. Like for kids that's kind of a lot of great. Yeah, and it's all happening kind of on autopilot. So um, so that's that's really funny and um, that I keep seeing on the reports that the books are actually selling to randoms, which is really even more special. <laughs> oh, that's good. So I remember when Minka was um, Mika was writing her book um, about the aeroplane. Was it about the yeah, aeroplane? Elizabeth's Den Air Adventure, that's yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did Judd end up writing about? Yep, so his one is right behind me as well, the unlikely grand final. There it is. Oh. So his, his one sells more than Mika's, so, but oh. we, don't, we don't share the numbers. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough, because there would be in-house um, children's squabbles, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Nat, I just want to talk a little bit about Stu because he's such a fundamental part of what you do and he's not so much in the public space as you are, but he's still uh, an important part. Tell us about Stu's role in all of this. I'll give you his funny funny title, even though he's... Um his real thing is that he really is like the marketing expert or uh, director, if you like, in our business. But his other title is uh, he's director of the faith department, faith. <laughs> yeah. When I start to freak out and get all nervous that things are maybe not going the way, you know, he he's like the rock that says, of course, everything will be all right. Like, you know, like this is how it always goes in life or in business. It's up and down. It's a roller coaster. Yeah, are you sure? We're not going to just implode, <laughs> like, you know. Um, so he always, aren't I in charge of faith department? <laughs> he says, he goes, just, you, you know. Um, and so that's that's kind of um, how I um, I see him, and he keeps me like calmer yes. when I because I'm very future focused. And mm-hmm. I can sort of, if things are not going well for a week or two, which is not a long time, right? But I in, know. My, in my brain, it blows out as if this is now going to, this is just going to go on for forever. Yeah, and it's not true. Um, and I know this, I've been through this for 12 years over these periods, but patches, but you need that buddy and that support system that's just going to say, you know, and remind you of those things. And I think that's what. A lot of people in business can be lacking and I'm so yeah. lucky to have like my life partner to be there supporting me in an emotional sense um, and holding the space. And at the same time, uh, he's amazing at marketing now. Yeah. Like really he's the one that took over the email marketing. He does Facebook ads for us. We no longer need yeah. to hire a Facebook expert. He's just like learned alongside them and he can do that because it can be a big investment. Um, oh, gosh, yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, so, and he helps. Um, he's now another role is that he unpacks the book, author's books. So he preps them for their retreats. 
Yes. Um, so I, I used to do the preps myself, pretty much most of them. He took over a little bit, but now the last two years, it all. does it all. Does it all. So really uh, my job is to be the face of the business. Of course, I do a lot of the sales side. Yes, I was just going to say you're responsible for the the day um, day things and the whole retreat and then Obviously, coordinating it all. Coordinating everybody and like yeah, I um I still heavily am in the sales role of the business, which is the very last thing you ever outsource in a business. But the yeah. good thing you may not know, Tony, is that one of our past authors from four years ago is now has been hired as a business development specialist, so a salesperson in a uh, in other words, uh, on four days a week. So that's she amazing. Started, yeah, she started about four, three, four months ago, and um, and is doing well, doing a lot of follow up. The t- things I don't have time to do that kind of yeah. nurturing and long term follow up. Um, that you know, if you want to generate more business, yeah. you yeah. kind of look in every nook and cranny, like right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's so much interest around um, publishing a book and people think that, oh, I could never do that. But what people don't realise is there are avenues open to people now that they weren't always open, which brings me to my next question. Let's talk about the difference between self-publishing and traditional publishing because I don't think people realise that you can take it into your own hands. You're not reliant on a traditional publisher and a traditional contract. In fact, most people I know... Uh, do not have a traditional publishing content uh, uh, contract. So tell us what the difference is, Nat. Well, personally, I wouldn't touch traditional publishing with a 10-foot pole, as they say, because uh, for mine, the biggest deal breaker is it takes way too long. It takes yes. three years at least from project to come out. Yep. And you and I have just talked about the fact that in three years, I built a seven-figure business. Like I, yes. I and in three and a half, three months, I wrote my first book, and in further three months, it was published. So in yep. six months, I had a book um, out, and now my authors, I've seen people as quick as the fastest was forty nine days, someone to come yes. out with them, start to finish. Um, yep. So you have greater control. Yes, you have to fund the process yourself. It's a fee for service, guys. Self publishing is fee for service, yep. but you're buying a shortcut, and yes. you are. Yes. Uh, having full control over your um, uh, rights. I mean, as long as you choose the right self-publisher because the first self-publisher I chose when I was doing my first book didn't give me my print-ready files. I had to keep oh. reading from them. So you got to ask the right questions. Am I going to get my print-ready files? You know, do I get all my royalties? Like my value for my authors is to set them up into their own accounts, right? Mm-hmm. So you yourself are set up in Ingram Spark under 20. Absolutely. So I'm not getting any benefit from your book sales. You're it getting, comes to me. It's all yours. It's all in your name. The only thing that's on your book is that publishing company logo. That's yeah. pretty much as, uh, you know, what benefit we get if someone turns over your book and says, oh, this and is goes, too oh. right? But that's kind of credibility because if you just put your name that you're the publisher, then that's kind of, you know, that Good. should just yourself but ultimate world publishing, oh, that seems like a global company, right, yes. that, that did it. So... You can actually have the perception as a self-published book that you were traditionally published. So how do you do that is obviously a company like ours has their logo on your book, on the spine, everything. The book looks like it's quality uh, of traditional publishing. And it is quality. Uh, your book is right there. If you, yeah. if you get my banner, it's, it's right there. <laughs> I think it's how, like, you know, um, sometimes you go into some uh, companies' websites and you look at book covers and you can see, and sometimes when people show me books that they've done, you can see ones that they've attempted to do on their own versus mm-hmm. getting advice from people who've done it, you know, for a long time, you know, things that work well and all that sort of stuff. So traditional publishing is the... Um, most prestigious way perceived yeah. uh, unless you will be in bookstores Nat I think that's going to change I really think it's going to change because entrepreneurs, they want, wouldn't want going in. if you're a solopreneur you're an entrepreneur or you want like you know you want to take control and you want to like kind of be your own boss yeah self-publishing is the way to do it because Absolutely. otherwise you don't have as much control you know you can't even sell your own books when you're traditionally published you always have to keep sending people through them and the royalties, Tony, 5 to 15% with traditional yes. publishers. 
sell a book on my website, I'm making 70%. Yeah, completely mm. different. And I'm, I'm not sure that people, because we've held traditional publishing up at that high level for so long, it's yeah. taking a while for people to realise, actually, this is a really good alternative to get my book done, done professionally and done in a way which I maintain control. It's my content, yeah. it's my it's my book, it's my royalties, et cetera, et cetera which was yeah. one of the things that I loved the most about working with Ultimate World Publishing when I did my book was all of those things, yeah. my control, um, my revenue, and the fact that it was done so professionally and so well. Now, yeah. you do things differently from other publishing houses, and I wonder if you can explain for the audience just what your programs look like because they're fantastic. I'm sold, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> So, uh, look, my idea when I developed this was I didn't want to just be a book coach or a mentor because I could have just provided helping people get to the point of getting uh, manuscripts finished, right? I wanted a way to trick people into yes. making sure they finish because mm -hmm. I didn't want to give half the solution. So I wanted that whole, you've now written a book, we've mentored you through the content, now we're going to publish it in the end. You have this tangible thing you can show for what you've invested in and you've done it in three to four months, yeah? Yeah. And so what we created was something that I don't even know if it exists in Australia by another company start to finish. And I, know I don't think so, Nat. I've talked to lots of publishers and I haven't right. found anyone that does the same depth and level oh, that Ultimate World yeah. Publishing does. Yeah, so in the US I've heard that there may be companies out there but their price points are probably, uh, they've said to me five to ten times more. To they are. It. So you're just confirming this. Well, I'm just I, I don't go out there researching what other people are doing. The one thing about me, it's been focus on what I can do best and keep improving on that because I never yeah. want to feel like I'm copying anyone or anything, just focus on what I do best and what actually has worked for me and what I've appreciated through the process myself. And so, therefore, I wanted an end-to-end -end program that was going to be streamlined. It's going to take people away from their everyday environment. So nowadays the retreats are virtual. So, Tony, I'm about to do the 12th virtual. So it might be the 40th overall, but it's the 12th virtual. Yay. More effective. We've actually learned by moving offline to online when it's writing time and people are going into a breakout room, they're actually writing. Writing. And Socialising at the coffee machine <laughs> or dancing <laughs> right away, you know, which you yeah, know yeah. what it was like. You came to a face-to-face. -face. Yeah. Uh, it was wonderful and a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. Like you They know, are. They were fun. But you so, want to okay. write the book. You want to come away from the retreat. With... Faster. They're actually Ooh. coming out even faster because there's no lagging. There's not like I used the retreat for a party time. I actually, you know, we still have a great time. Like today. Oh, I yeah. We recorded the song for the choreography, like we have a Zoom choreography for the song and, you know, that we're going to have. So we're doing very modelling it very much closely to what the face-to-face -face model was. Yeah. Um, but when it's writing time, it's writing time. And we have a lot more structures post-retreat support, like post-retreat accountability calls, coaching couch with Nat, master, like there's a calendar of these events that happen week in and week out that didn't exist in a face-to-face -face world. Ah. That's changed And it's worked and it works better and quicker. People get a lot more of me as well. So whereas you probably didn't see very much of me after the retreat until your book was kind of ready to, and you yeah. kind of did have a very smooth and fast journey through publishing um, because you're quite committed and action-focused. But yeah. a lot of people didn't see or hear from me because we were just ready then for the book to go into editing. Now yeah. there's like four Mondays after the retreat where we catch up and post-retreat accountability course to make sure in those 30 critical days after retreat the book does come in to edit. Ah, yeah. Because we want people to be through the process a lot faster. And because I'm not having to get on and off planes, like just before your call yes. I had the couch with Nat, which is I was telling you about yesterday. Yes. This is like an hour, once a fortnight, three people come up with challenge or a question in their business behind their book. We tackle it. We get on. 
you know, other people get value. We mastermind, off we go. We do our masterclasses online. All of our US and Canadian, you know, all the people all over the yeah. world jump on it. And it's just the communities connecting all the time and we're seeing each other so much more. Oh, that sounds really cool, actually, Nat. I mean, I, because you and I did other things in and around the book, I um, actually used to crew for Nat whenever she was doing um, in-person meetings yeah. on the Gold Coast because it was a phenomenal way to learn. And I tell you that that was, um, again, I keep thinking of these things that I learned when I was with you. You know, that simple thing of when you're starting out in business, make sure you get to two to three networking meetings. Mm-hmm. I did all of that. I yeah. did all of those things and kept those things going until yeah. you get to a point where people are starting to refer to you and that starts to change things. So I'm now at that that wonderful place where people are starting to ask me, refer to me, uh, connect me with someone, etc., etc., which is quite lovely, I have to say. <laughs> it's a life easier and, um, you know, if someone's referred you, it's almost like they've done 70% of the work, you know, yeah. To get to know the people and you know the, the other thing if I can add on to what you were just saying um yeah. you know, what you learned um how we're different is that when our people do our program I consider them lifetime members of what we do yeah. so say yourself if you wanted to revisit a masterclass like next week I'm running an online pre- program creation masterclass you could jump in on that like it's a full day training I know and I have to tell the audience that I have done these Nats masterclasses probably the only um, – I've done lots of them again and again and again, and it's only been in the last 12 months of, as I've physically and mentally got busier that I haven't been able to fit them in. But in addition to that, I've got access to uh, templates and worksheets and processes and and All the videos, all of it. All of it. Whenever I think that I might have, a, I can just jump into the Dropbox that Nat shares with everyone and go, okay, I'm looking for X, Y, Z. Oh, right. There it is. Yeah. And it, it has a hugely positive impact if you're trying to build a business around a book yeah. or as part of your business, you've written a book. There's massive infrastructure that you've got to set up, right? There's lots, yeah. lots. And and my um, uh, the good thing is that if I don't see a lot of you, I know you're you're doing it. You're making money. You're like you know growing your business. So to me, it's like you know a sign that hey, she got what she needed. If she needs us, we, she knows we're, we're back here. I mean, I had an author, a lot of my authors from seven years ago. Tony, she started coming back into everything about twelve months ago. And now yeah. she's like doing book two, book three. She's doing this membership I'm starting in June, um, you know, um, and she's really gotten right back into uh, into some of the things because she wants to be part of the community a lot more as well. And, um, yeah. Yeah, and so the door's always open. I always can see, like, my intention with my authors is never just, hey, we're just here for the 48-hour thing, like finish the book. My intention is that I have made lifelong connections and some of them friendships, very close yes. friends. You into lunches and yes i was just going to say nat and i go to lunch when we can fit it in so yeah, that's yeah. flowers for my birthday last year i remember you know <laughs> del- delivered because you couldn't come to the party so for yeah. me host the party at the gold coast house because i have a gold coast house as well that's the beauty of working yeah. hard is that i was able to give my family an out of melbourne the most lockdown city. in the middle of a pandemic when no one else was getting out or doing anything nat got the family up to the gold coast oh, and house. where we lived in relative freedom yeah sight unseen bought the house did our two weeks quarantine and found our freedom twice once in 2020 and once in 2021 through the two big lockdowns and and that was just because I did that hard work in those first three years the way you have, and now everything is a lot easier. There is word of mouth, and this is all because of the books and the credibility and the frameworks that we've set up so yeah. that we can now invest and uh, secure the future for us and our children. Yeah, and that you it, it, and it doesn't actually stop there because I know you and you are 
continuously tweaking things and making them better or more streamlined or more efficient or because that's what that's what you do um and i think that's part and parcel of of having business is it you'd like oh that didn't quite work maybe we could do it better this way or, or what have you and um it's actually good from my perspective too because when nat and i first started working i think you had a PA and I remember back then having a conversation about oh my god that would be my dream to have a PA and now yeah. I have a PA and oh my god is it not just a dream to have a PA and I've got a second one as well that helps with live commentary and video and audio and file management which is massive for what we do um, and it, it's just such a great process and I never would have thought that I would be in this place had I not made that decision back in January 2018 after going to one of Nat's yeah. half-day workshop, it must have been, Nat would have been a half-day yeah. workshop, thought, right, this is the way to write the book, um, sorted it out, stopped what I was doing in the July of that year, sat down and wrote from July to November, yeah. went on an international holiday while the book was being yeah. edited I and edited that. from Scotland. I think we were in Scotland maybe. Yes. Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. Mm -hmm. And they would send me the transcript backwards and forwards and, and through the editing stage and then got it published in the January. So um and, I, and you're telling me that it can be faster than that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, people are doing it faster, you know, the ones that are truly committed and they do a bit of the pre-work like you did. Yes, um, yes. The pre-work was really helpful. So, now I want to let the audience know how they can um, work with you and um, how your programs work. Yeah, cool. Well, that half-day workshop you you crewed at and attended yourself yes. is still around and it is our most um, valuable way to find out more about who we are. We've been running it 35 to 40 times a year the last nine years. Um, yeah. Online, thankfully, um, uh, we were so blessed that we pivoted from offline to an online version very, very successfully, even though I hated it the first three or four that I did. I was I just like, doesn't feel right you know I don't yes. have people in front of me yeah. but look I got used to it I learned what works better on zoom and what doesn't and drop you know like you say keep tweaking um yeah. and so that particular half day seminar still runs um wow. but online we can offer a free general admission ticket and we have like a VIP upgrade if people wanted oh, um, wow. hundreds of people register like I just had 500 people registered for Tuesday gone <gasps> Oh, Nat, that's amazing. Yes, that's amazing. It was crazy. Not every single person shows up. When no, it's a I know, but that's... Like nearly 100 people there. That's still... Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so um, that runs every, you know, seven to ten days throughout the year outside of school holidays and all that sort of stuff. So if people go to our website, writerbook.com.au, that's really easy to remember. Yes, um, it is. You know, you just go on the free training tab. It's probably plastered all over the website and you'll find kind of the next date will be advertised. Um, and, um, you know, there's kind and of... And they like just register. They just register. The beauty of it, when you register, you get a free ebook version of that pink book behind me. Shut up and yes. write the first book. So that you and get it's good. I've read that one too. <laughs> yeah, great pre-reading. So pre yeah. do that as your pre-learning homework because you will... Like there's a, a trilogy of books that I, um, how I've pulled all this together. So that's the mindset aspect. Then you've got the black book, which is the 48 hour yes. book. And then there's the green book, which is shut up and sell your first book, um, which is your marketing and sales aspect um, of what you need to do. So really it's like mindset process and um, leverage. Marketing, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So really I always encourage people to take the time and set aside those three and a half, four hours that's going to be uh, at that seminar because once you've been there, you kind of go, I get how this process works. Like, you And know, it opens your mind to what's possible when perhaps you didn't realise quite what was possible. Absolutely. Because we can't do – I often when people want to talk to me, I go, I can't do it justice unless you have actually sat through those first three and a half hours. Because it explains everything. It mm -hmm. explains everything. And, yeah, I was just going to say, Nat, it's a prerequisite for going on to work with you further. You must have attended that half day. Well, 
talk about what I teach in the half day at the retreat. So if you haven't been to it, you kind of feel like I haven't heard. Not like understand. You know, occasionally I'll have some people who bypass it and end up <laughs> at the retreat. And it's like, um, you know, oh, yeah, we talked about this the half day. And I go, oh, I didn't go to the half day. I remember. So, yes, it's really important. And the reason I do it live, so, guys, when you register, it is live. It's not like a green webinar. This is like me and Stuart there live and all that sort of stuff. So so it's so engaging. People say, I can't believe that was like four hours on Zoom, you know. It does uh, go quick because it is, it just, again, it opens your mind up to what the possibilities are that you may not have thought of before and gives you alternatives of what, to what you thought so if if you're thinking about a book and thinking oh god it's just too hard this actually opens your mind up to go oh okay maybe it's not that hard you know and you have this whole team whole company behind you that are invested in your success and in you writing that book whatever genre it is now do you still do all genres or is it mostly non-fiction it is mostly nonfiction, but we do have people who want us to publish a kid's book or yeah. a book. In that case, we say you're not suitable to the retreat program, but you are mm. suitable to buy a publishing package from us. Yeah. So um, we do publish the other genres. We don't mentor on creating the content for them. So the memoirs and your um, how-to yeah. or fiction books are our retreat-appropriate books. Uh, but yeah. certainly I've got so many. Now I have one guy who's a pilot who's writing like um, the Valkyrie Chronicles, which is a seven-book series. Like it's it's full-on fiction. Um, and, um, and he's done the first one and he's just bought five more publishing packages from me because he knows there's going to be so many. He's got like actually three lots of series that are seven books each. So it'll be a long journey. But um, so we're doing those things, but we, it's not – we're not promotional of them because the retreat is our core thing that we do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And because I'm big business head, as you know, yeah. I love showing people how to turn their story or their expertise into a viable six to seven figure business because I know that they invest a lot in getting the book out there and I want them to have return on investment tenfold, twentyfold, you know, like you have from yeah. the learnings and the experiences. So that's why there's a heavy component beyond the book on business mentoring, coaching, these masterclasses. Education and understanding what you'll need in the real world to be successful, uh, either as a writer or as the book as part of your business. Either way, those skills are transferable across whatever you choose, aren't they? Totally. And, oh, it's I say my job with you guys is 30% about the book and 70% about what you do with it. Um, you know, it's only when we have the book also ready can we start doing the other activities behind it and things like that. So, yeah, so that that's what my advice would be is visit, come along to that half-day seminar and, and just learn, take lots of notes. I mean, the reason yes. I'm doing it so many times is because the feedback keeps, like the, people always say, I can't believe you guys give us so much. <laughs> At- Absolutely. I was just going to say that that's part of the reason for working with Nat too was that there's just so much information that you have access to and you may not need it right there in that moment, but somewhere down the track you will and it's always there anyway if you've worked with Nat and the team at um, Ultimate World Publishing. Nat, I want to know um, what your favourite book is and why. (laughs) All right. I'm going to take you back like years and years and years ago before I even was a business owner and uh-huh. um, I don't know if it's my favorite but it's the we was the catalyst List. for everything that we're seeing today and that was a book by Terry Hawkins there are two times in life now and too late yeah. and um, she was uh, she's a Queenslander originally now she lives in the U.S. And I saw her do a keynote speech at one of our OPSM conferences. That was my past life. Used yep. to work. Eyes, eyes and glasses. Yes. And um, and she, she just, she was so engaging. She was so much fun the way she delivered. Actually, the content from her book was her keynote. I didn't realise once I read the book, I realised, oh, this is what she said on stage. <laughs> As speakers, that's what we do. We, we actually deliver what we write in the books, right? 
same, 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 same. I do the same thing. That's my that's my yeah. keynote as well. Is the exactly. from the book, right. yeah. And so uh, I bought the book at the time after the keynote, and she signed it for me and all this. But one of my little niggly thoughts, you know, how you have little thoughts as you're watching yeah. someone. I asked myself the question, you know, I wonder what someone has to do to do what she's doing, you know. Oh. Uh, I played what I call the I wonder game because then that kind of kind of makes you, and, and this was like probably seven years before I even started the business, yeah. right? So that wasn't even like, uh, you know, it was just put out there into the universe. And surely enough, about three or four years uh, into my business, I was invited to speak at a corporate conference and I was paid five figures for this one-hour talk on social media. Yeah. And it flew me up to the Palazzo Versace on the Gold Coast. Yeah. After I spoke in front of this, um, you know, companies, you know, um, people, uh, when I got off the stage, someone came up to me and a few people came up to me and they said, oh, my God, thank you so much. That was awesome. Oh, my God, you remind us so much of uh, someone who used to speak at our conferences in the past. And I said, who? And they said, Terry Hawkins. Oh, wow. Oh, so, wow. So this was like a decade after I had first seen her. I was doing what she was doing. And oh uh, Terry subsequently has written kids' books, Let's Do Happy, Let's Do Healthy, Let's Do Ability or something. Uh, like there's four of them. And I actually ha- was, had the uh, opportunity to spend three days with her in an intimate training in Melbourne in my early years in business training. So when I didn't have the money to yes. afford work with us, I offered to crew. And yes. she actually, uh, let me and I saw therefore I could go along for free. But she actually let me be a participant. It was just kind of a thing. And, um, and yeah, and uh, I gave her my first book uh, as a thank you and that she inspired me and she gave me all her kids' books. So my kids have been reading her books. Um, and I ran into her just this February. She came from the <gasps> to speak at the Business Blueprint Conference yeah. and came up to her and she recognised both Stuart and I and we, like, told her about the whole full circle. So this has been like a, a whirlwind of probably a 20-year journey of... <sighs> amazing amazing answer of what's my favorite no no that's that's cool because it just demonstrates that if you put something out into the universe you just never know how it's going to play out in the long run um which is just amazing now before we run out of time i want to know what nat's big mission and vision is and where you see yourself in 10 years Oh, 10 years. Hopefully one of my children uh, has decided that would like to take over as a director. Here, here. And my middle child uh, is showing potential, um, you know, Mika, who wrote that book. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, definitely Mika. Definitely Mika. She is very interested, entrepreneurial. She's always asked me, how can I make some extra money, pocket money? She's currently my social media sharer. So I give her posts and throughout the week after school, she puts up five posts in five different spots. Then the next day she swaps them around in five different spots. So I give her $5 a day and $25 a week. But she's very interested in um, uh, in how does someone, you know, kind of build, you know, make money and build a business and all that. So. But the the need what I'm observing is that potentially her I would love to surpass my 1,000 authors goal. So that's probably going to happen oh, yeah. in ten years. Uh, we're at about 611, I think, or 12 mm. right now. Um, so our our intention is to remain that kind of family feel, not like too massive where yeah yeah you kind of lose touch with your people. I really do like that connection. It actually yes. helps me. Like I love social, I love going to lunch with you yes. or like being able yes. to talk to people. Like to me it's about I want my business to be my life and vice versa, yep. you know, and I want it to blend rather than go this is business and this yes. is kind of life. So that's my goal and, uh, you know, if it's not a child that's going to take it over, the, the business will potentially be sold. Sold, um, yeah within um i have been told that we're financially independent by my financial advisor but i would like um, i would like to get get even further ahead i guess i'm still young i don't want to stop i'll get very bored (laughs) and depressed 
And so, um, so I, just- I can't. I couldn't see you stopping, Nat, because I know the energy and the love you bring to your mm. um, half-day seminars and the, the energy that you bring to your authors as well. Um, Nat, just quickly before we run out of time, though, you um, publish globally, so anyone in the world can come oh, to yeah. you. And for those of you listening in the US, um, oh. there is a great reason to have your book published in Australia, I'm just saying. Absolutely. And my US clients and my Canadian clients absolutely yep. love uh, sharing that my publisher's in Australia and it's really yes. special for them. And, um, and they, they, they often are quite surprised and so happy to have discovered us because yep. what's worked really well with that side of the world is that when they finish work or their daily activities is when they can get involved in our trainings because yes. that you begin our day in their afternoon evening, which doesn't interfere with their work. And it works really well, Nat. I discovered that yeah. as well. And, and um, there's an affinity with Australia and America and Canada in, uh, in, in particular. And they, they, we're great to work. It's a great combination, isn't it? So oh, an Australian yeah. publisher um, and an American um, potential author, it's a great yeah. partnership great partnership because of the time factor because of the aussie dollar the us dollar it's just good and works really well so now thank you so much for coming on the show today it's an absolute delight to share the studio with you as one of my first mentors and friend um and I love to hear what's happening in the business and we do have to catch up for lunch next time here on the Gold Coast, but um, you've got to get away on that Fiji holiday first. First Fiji and then back to the Gold Coast in winter so I can warm up my bones. I was going to say, yeah, don't you usually come to um, uh, the Gold Coast um, in winter? Because Victoria is very cold for everyone listening. Victoria is the bottom end of Australia and it's really, really cold. So you often find people coming to Queensland where I am because it's kind of warm. Exactly. And then now I've got a house. I can just really jump up there and yes. and leave anytime I want and the business yes. is online. I'm, yes. I have to set up fully kitted out and so, and so do I in Melbourne. So it works yeah. really well. Yeah. Now, finally, if people want to connect with you, where's the best place to do that? Our website, writeabook.com.au. Make sure you put the AU. Good. Uh, But it's very easy to remember, writeabook.com.au. Writeabook.com.au. And you'll find the links to Nat's half-day seminars, which give you so much information and so much food for thought. So if you're listening to this show today and you're thinking about writing a book, please do yourself a favor and go and get on to that half-day seminar as soon as you can. You'll be so glad you did. Change my life completely and it's all up to Nat and the team at World uh, Ultimate World Publishing. Nat, thank you so much. Thank you, Tony. Bye. And that, my friends, is your lot for the Everyday Business Show this week. We'll be back next week with more information. Don't forget, if you are driving while listening to this, the information will be under the, wherever you see this video today. Nat, Natasha Demon from Ultimate World Travel. Uh, from Ultimate World Travel. There you go. That's another idea. Ultimate World Publishing. Thank you so much. And that is all. Bye for now. Is that possible? That was the question for myself.